Welcome to today's episode of The Growth Zone. I am Christian Bartsch. What is the core benefit of listening to this show? Business leaders in corporate and privately held companies gain insights into trends and strategies that provide them with a competitive advantage in the marketplace. Each episode focuses on areas such as marketing, sales, innovation, or funding that is absolutely critical to the growth of companies, whether they are startups or corporate global players. Where management needs to juggle the challenges of market entries or knowing how to navigate the uncertainty of disruptive developments, mind feeding is where clarity evolves and helps solving organizational challenges. For those who listen to the entire episode, I have a special surprise gift. I'm also working on some great guests that are industry leaders in management, innovation, and marketing. And we will be talking in the future much more about the important trends that are affecting the way we manage our companies in the demand to being sustainable, more environmentally and socially friendly, and becoming more empathic leaders. So let's get started on today's topic. In this episode, we'll be looking at one of the big topics that are hurting all our local communities. That is greenwashing. Now, greenwashing takes place in all different areas. Whether we buy products and we presume that they're supposed to be environmentally friendly, there's so many different kinds of labels you can actually buy and don't need to really implement any kind of thing, organizational change, structure, process, any kind of technology to really make your business greener and to make it a less of a burden on local communities wherever you are actually affecting people. And that is what's really hurting the communities and other businesses who are really making an effort to do good towards environment and communities. And that's in effect as well not really very positive in regards to governance as it should be. But let's look at it in deeper mode. So you might have heard from previous episodes or as well from news and other kind of things that many people, people like Musk and other people, are starting to become a little bit annoyed about the topic of ESG. So environmental, social, governance, um, taxonomy that's massively fostered by uh, the European Union, but as well by certain uh, investors and banks and other kind of organizations. Now, the basic real idea would be to reduce the amount of pollution. The business, organization, any kind of type of group of people and so on are actually uh, polluting the environment. So, and it is as well the impact on local communities, whether it's where the things are being done, where the things are being used, 
all things are being disposed of. Because let's say you buy a car, and the car is somewhere manufactured. The parts of the car are somewhere manufactured. The raw material are derived from somewhere so that the products can be manufactured. Somebody is maintaining the car. Later on, the, the car is broken or um, outdated, whatever, and it's being dismantled, disposed of, etc. And everywhere in that kind of chain, of this life cycle of this product, we are actually affecting the environment and local communities in many ways. And the big issue is that there are plenty of organizations that are using the ESG system to actually manufacture a false impression on consumers, suppliers, and as well B2B business customers, business clients, that the product, the organization, all the process and all different things are actually environmentally friendly and as well not affecting negatively local communities. And if they do, one is actively making an effort to reduce this effort. I mean, reducing that effect on the environment and communities. But in reality, nothing is happening. It's just greenwashing. And that's something really that is bad because when you compare then somebody who is massively polluting and has a better ESG rating than someone who is actively producing products and services in an environmentally friendly way, reduces well the impact on local communities and even creating jobs and making an extra effort to ensure that at the end of the life cycle of the product or the service that the pollution, the energy consumption and other effects that take place are reduced or even completely avoided. And that's something where we have to really consider what's the effect when we look at IT products. I mean, computers, servers, network systems, network cabling, backlinks, uh, the entire infrastructure of our cyber world. And that means anything from our websites, our web servers, our data centers, our NAS systems, our computers, printers, smartphones, voice or P telephones, even ISDN telephones, the entire PBX system, everything that we have in our business and even reaching out towards our consumer customers who might be using these products. Whether it's a consumer that has his gaming PC at home or someone who is surfing on a tablet at home in the evening and reading the local newspaper. If this whole entire environment is polluting the environment, where are we actually doing any kind of green efforts towards protecting environment and local communities? We actively are faking it. And that's something what we shouldn't be doing. And there is where businesses are using ESG to a negative effect. And that is actually why many companies are making a real effect and real effort towards protecting the environment and local communities are critical of this. And that, of course, leads to a discomfort in many people's minds. And that as well means that we, as people who are using IT, 
technology should try to avoid the energy consumption and other kind of related effects. So that's when we go and use the consumption, we improve our situation. And in future, we will see that we can consume less energy by being actively looking towards how to prevent well waste. Because if we have better technology, more environmentally friendly technology, and we look at how to organize and improve our infrastructure, how we organize things, how we use, um, even how we configure firewalls, cybersecurity systems, and many things, that's where we can do and create a much more beneficial impact for environment and local communities. Just simply look at the topic of cyber security. If you turn it into real green cyber security, you effectively have to try to not only improve the security of your environment, but as well avoid systems running in an environment that are vulnerable to attacks and are wasting energy or even producing unnecessary and unwanted waste. And that even adds to simple things such as looking at what people are doing with the technology. There are plenty of people that even today go and print out every email they receive. You don't need that. And that's the key thing. Many things, many processes are digital today. We can avoid all the waste. And that's where we have to improve how we work and progress. So make an impact yourself as well by reducing your waste, by improving your cybersecurity, by as well keeping an open eye and making people aware when they are actively wasting our environmental resources, wasting paper, wasting electricity, wasting cooling systems and other kind of things, or even just simply dumping stuff where they should be, separating the waste and actively becoming more aware that greenwashing is not the way of improving and protecting the environment, but actually by actively acting in a green mindset. Thank you for listening. And in the next few episodes, I'll be looking into other areas where you can actively not only reduce your environmental impact, but actually cut your business costs and increase your revenue by a nice way. Because if you are in that niche, of being really environmentally friendly and locally uh, positive, then you can be much more effective and successful than certain dinosaurs in their economy. I think it's okay to greenwash their products that actually are very dirty. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed today's edition of The Growth Zone Show with Christian Bartsch. Thank you for listening. Please leave a review or rating here on iTunes or on podchaser.com. If you found the content helpful, then share it on social media, please.
I would like to invite you to follow our show so that you don't miss the upcoming interviews with leaders in the market. Simply visit the website meetchrisbarge.com. I will be adding the link into the description of this episode so that you just need to click on that link. On my website, you will also find the links to free templates. If you're looking for the books I have published on marketing, innovative technology, and sustainable business strategies, just simply click on publication to find my book list. The world is constantly changing in response to trends and events. As a business leader, you need to bypass the sandbanks that can hurt your performance. For those of you who are signing up to follow the show, I have reserved a few copies of my ultimate guide on content marketing and an ESG-compliant cheat sheet. This is the strategy that got me top corporate clients like McDonald's, Linde, Hewlett-Packard, Deutsche Bank, Volvo, and many others. That strategy has been working for over 10 years and also got me contacts with police, transport authorities, military, and several universities, and even leading research institutes. For sure, it also worked wonders as it got me many small, medium-sized enterprises and international clients around the world. The link to sign up to our free broadcasting service and the guide is at meetchrisbarge.com. That will give you access to the most recent versions of my ultimate guide on content marketing. You can follow me on Twitter by using the Twitter handle capbarge. It's spelled C A P. B-A-R-T-S-C-H. Yes, that is C-A-P, Barge, or spelled Charlie, Alpha, Papa, Bravo, Alpha, Romeo, Tango, Sierra, Charlie, Hotel. 